The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 90th birthday today. Happy birthday to Eric Carl. Do you remember Eric Carl? Should I? That is the author of The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's Man. a deep cut. Yeah. That is a deep cut. Holy I could have gone with Dikembe Mutombo, but instead uh, I went with Eric Carl. We could have had fun. You probably said Dikembe Mutombo before. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's one. Because we've probably, probably run don't, through. Don't give him the benefit of the doubt-ish. Happy birthday, Eric Carl. Yeah. Anyway, American treasure. First four through the door. Andrew Christensen, Tanner Solis, Ruben Rios, and... A first, Joshua Gibbs Vandercook. Look at that. Wow. Nice job, Josh. I don't think you've ever made the top four before. And sitting to my right, the Matt step to my big dumb hat, our West African prince, it is Ishmael Johnson. Yeah, he posted it on Twitter today, and it's it's yeah. big dumb hat season. We, gotta, we just got to remind him about the, the sunblock. Now, to be clear about the big dumb hat, because I like the big dumb hat. I do too. I like the big it's, dumb hat. It's on brand at this point. It's, it's on a brand. brand. It's yeah. a brand. And more importantly, mm-hmm extremely functional oh yeah no it, it works like, like <laughs> it's the kind of thing that i think step knows that he's not out there making a fashion statement right but you want to talk about arguably the most prudent piece of clothing you can wear mm-hmm. that's basically it. oh yeah no there's there mm-hmm. you will not find a better hat a more functional hat <laughs> What a, for that, for what, that a, what, a, what an odd what an odd thing to say. Because you'll see a lot of ball caps. Yeah. Uh, you'll see a lot of snapbacks. You'll see a lot of that. You're not going to see them. Those don't work as well. No, they don't. They're not no. covering the neck. They're not covering know? the neck. He knows. Listen, he knows exactly what is. I about. will have a ball cap, but that's because I also have a roof on the golf cart. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Although Same. Step has the golf cart roof, too, and he still wears the hat. Well, yes. at this point, he just has to stick with it. It's a brand. He just got to stick with it. It's part of the brand. Today is Tuesday, June 25th, 2019, 156 days until Thanksgiving, episode 775, 775, I accidentally typed in 755, which is Mm -hmm. weird, 775, the OPS for Gabe Kapler in his last year's Texas Rangers career, that is presently the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm. Gabe Kapler. And and a proponent of coconut oil. That's true. He loves coconut oil. (laughs) Google it. You'll find out. Uh, Today is another kind of... Wing it show? Don't Google it at work. Don't Google it at work. Use a private browser. Um, we already have three questions, though, so we're in yeah, good shape. So uh, it's another wing it show mm-hmm. where we're, we're kind of... Here's, it's kind of the send-off here's, show, too. Yeah, <laughs> here's where we're at. We're doing a show tomorrow with Powers. Oh, okay, never mind. That. We're going to have recruiting. We're going to take a more recruiting focus on, obviously, this week in recruiting, but also talking about 7-on-7 um, with him. But here's, here's the bottom line, is that... Um, we're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes to get ready for our trip to College Station on Wednesday afternoon. And as a result, we are um, a little busy 
And by a little busy, I mean that I didn't have time to plan a show. So Did, we've fine. got lots of questions we're, already. We're kind of so asking questions. Y'all Se- are y'all are kicking butt with the questions. Seven already. on seven. I will I will humbly request a focus on seven on seven. Mm-hmm. But if there's you have a, there's other a little questions, mix. there's a little because we're here. probably not going to do a mailbag this week because yeah. we're going to have powers tomorrow. So yep. um, we're probably so this can be your de facto uh, mm-hmm. weekday mm-hmm. mailbag. Mm-hmm. So uh, go ahead and, and get in on that down in the Facebook comments. Let us know uh, what you want to know about seven seven on seven. I will say. That for Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insiders, up right now is the new episode of Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast. Uh, Matt Step and I went for about 50 minutes talking about seven on seven, talking about um, not only not only Matt Step's um, college station survival guide, but also in general for seven on seven. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Proud of yourself for that one. <laughs> oh, so you just you just set it up on a tee. <laughs> It was like, it was like it up a little soft Chris Paul with a lob of Blake Griffin. Love you, Aggies. Yes, 7-on-7 seven seven, uh, Survival Guide, as well as we kind of go uh, division by division. We talk about the Pools of Doom. We talk about which teams uh, we're most interested in, which games we're most interested in. Uh, one thing that Another thing that's going to go up on the site as soon as I finish it is uh, I'm working on an insider piece kind of crunching the numbers um, on what are the best pools and what are going to be the best games. My goal, and, and by crunch the numbers, I mean that I have the our preseason computer rankings, which, by the way, will roll out on the site next week, um, our comprehensive computer rankings. And I am taking those ratings, and I am assigning them to the teams and figuring out which are the strongest pools. Now, I 100% admit that this is, um, this is fake news. That this is faulty science because we are taking a team and we are judging them from a preseason ranking as an 11 man team. And that does not always kind of go over, you know, that does not always, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Translate, thank you. Yes. To to seven on seven. Mm -hmm. So I freely admit that. But I do think that this is an interesting baseline that you can say, okay, the t- which where can I go to see the most teams that we are that we have high hopes for in the fall? Mm-hmm. That is kind of the way that I'm I'm looking at it. I, again, I freely admit the flaws in this system. So I'm going to have that up, and then the other thing I'm going to have up is my uh, is my viewers guide. My viewers guide as far as where you should go, which games if you want to see the best games uh, in pool play. I'm going to try to. Uh, plot it out for you at one o'clock you should be here at two o'clock you should be here three o'clock etc mm-hmm. so i'm going to hopefully have that up today for insiders at texasfootball.com uh, it's very interesting i i will say that um uh the the, the pool there's division two's pool of doom surprised me a little bit um not because it's one that we can't necessarily see uh it, by the way i'll just tell you it's it's pool f it's it's the brock jordanton um pleasant grove and stephenville pool but i will also say that um what was in second place kind of surprised me uh, and so we'll kind of get into that you can see that at texasfootball.com uh as far as what are the strongest pools and what should be the games you're paying most attention to uh, as according to our computer rankings so we will get into that uh on texasfootball.com of course tep and step is up right now for insiders um it's up on the site and if you've never if you're new to being an insider welcome uh, we have this uh, premium podcast that during the off season we do once a month, and during the season we do once a week. 
And if you go to TexasFootball.com, it's on the front page right now. Click on that. There is a link that you can take, and you can drop that link into your podcast provider, and you will automatically be subscribed to the podcast. So there's that. Um, Okay, enough about that. Max, do we have any questions? We have a million questions. Give Uh, me one at a time, please. uh, Gosh, you're (laughs) so picky. I do like like Tony Blaylock's suggestion after the hat discussion that we need to have Ish do a red carpet commentary on -on 7-on-7 media fashion. (gasps) Oh, I'm super into this. Also, I don't want to roast anyone, though. But if I see something bad or tacky. You should, you should, you should roast any, everyone, any and everyone. All right. I will just, uh, <laughs> I will say, I also appreciate Tony's awareness to understand that there is only one person in this room right. who's qualified no, no to do question. that. No question. No <laughs> question. And it's Ish. It's Ish. No question. Tony also said he rocks the bucket hat with the uh, the, the trail, ah, the, the, yes. the little blanket on the back or whatever the hell that also is. Also functional. But it's also funny because no one knows the lay of the land better than Tony, right. maybe, mm. other than Matt Stepp. Right. And Tony always has the best tree. Like he's camped yeah, out under the right. best tree. Like, y'all, this is my tree. Right. Uh, and like they should you name just have to find for the second best because Tony's just every, I, it's usually the tree at the end of like the I think it's field eight uh, the yeah. turf fields uh, they should yes. just rename they should put a placard up there <laughs> this is Tony's tree the Tony Blaylock yeah. tree. when he goes to the bathroom just yeah. put a place and it's like yeah. you right. can't have this yeah. still yeah. Yeah. like I don't think you guys understand this tree was planted by Tony <laughs> yeah. He's been, yes. he's been waiting for it to grow. <laughs> he, he was, for all years. He's been going out there to water it every day. That's, yeah. That's what he does in the offseason. He just goes out there and he waters his tree. <laughs> that, <laughs> Playing that, the long game here, yeah. suckers. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, Roger Tamez asks, you think Cuero is going to win the 2019 state championship again? Uh, I don't. No. No, unfortunately, yeah. No, I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff. But no. uh, they're I think not, they're, they're, con- not I think they're a contender. Yeah, they're, you're right. yeah. they're good enough. I think they're to a contender. But yeah. if you're asking me right now on June no. 25th, do I no. think they're going to win? They the got too much to sure place. It's just tough. It's I tough. say no. There's a couple too many teams with uh, players back. Um, Ruben Rios asked a very important question: In the future, could insiders get Matt Step big dumb hats? Okay, I, so I had somebody reach out to us yesterday about swag. About swag. People are always asking. People about are swag. always asking about swag. Yeah, and. Here's what I here's I, I implore you, mm-hmm. the 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 loyal TFTer, the 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 sweet clean TFTer. If you want swag, if you want Dave Campbell's swag, if you want TFT swag, if you want Tep and Step swag, if you want just swag from our genre of nonsense, yeah. Email, email. I shouldn't give out his email. No, you should. I really should. You should. Uh, tweet me. Yeah, and you'll forward those tweets. And I will forward those tweets to... The right man. The right man. The boss man. And and I feel like if we have this groundswell and I can say, guys, look at all these people. Look, I'll be honest. All we really need is like 15 to 20 of y'all to commit to buying something and it will appear. Yes. And that will happen. Uh, So it's at Tepper on Twitter. Tweet me... And I will forward those to the boss man yeah. and say, look at this. Look at all these people who want <laughs> yeah. the swag. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if we had big dumb hats and we said we had a like the little uh, the, uh, the, the caricature we have of step. Mm-hmm. If we had that on that and it just said big dumb hat underneath it, we would absolutely sell those. Yeah. yeah. At least three. Yeah. <laughs> at least three. Good Lord. So that's what we need. Yeah, we do need that. Um, also, Matt stepped backwards hats. That's true. Ooh. That's true. Maybe just Matt's face on the on the front of it. <laughs> and and if anybody wears it forward, like we just like revoke it, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. nope. Yeah, not how that works. Yeah, right. Um, 
Jacob John says, I'll buy it for the right price. Well, now you're already talking us down, Jacob. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Deshaun Christopher asks, for conversation purposes, what Mm. are some of your biggest what-ifs for the past 2018 season? I like this question. Uh, What if John Tyler didn't blow a a 30-5-14 lead in the fourth quarter is the first one that comes to mind. Because here's the thing. Do you know what the answer is? Shadow Creek might win a title. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I love John Tyler, but maybe. Or but yeah. I think that I think Shadow Creek matches up pretty well with let's yeah. say John Tyler ends up like yeah. they follow the same path and they make right. it to a title game. Right. Um yeah, I think that we're talking about Shadow Creek winning a title. Mm. Um that's one I feel not, like this Although the oh, funny thing God. is, I'm not even sure uh, John Tyler's a good matchup for Denton Ryan. Denton Ryan might win that that's game. True. That's Denton true. Ryan that's absolutely true. Well, they still, that's still kind of what makes it more interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. You're right. You're right. That's, it, that, it throws that's, things that's in That's the, the trickle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say... I'm trying to think of like any major injury. That's what I was thinking, year. too. Like, What's the injury that irks me the most? Uh, the one thing is, like, I would say, what if Garrett, Garrett Wilson didn't you know, get But North Shore was so much better yeah. than everyone else. I want to bring up one that might... And I feel like we talked about this a little bit, but we didn't ever really think it was that significant. Right. What if Duncanville kneeled out the clock a little more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had two clock timeouts management. with yeah. a minute to go when J- when uh, uh, Quinn and Jackson scored that touchdown. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What and if they, they were only down one? What if they ran? So it what if they played for the field goal? Right. Right. I think that's. I think that's. Or, that's, or, that's or always, like, but that's always a concern when you get in right. that area where it's like, right. oh, too much time on the clock. And so all right. Like, and all also right. consider consider the moment too. Uh, the last time Samples was in a title game. They that's were true. Lining they up bl- game right, right. Goal, yeah, that's, that's also, also fair point. So, fair yeah. point. Yeah. Let's also throw this one out there. Okay. This one I'm very interested in. Okay. What if? Uh, I don't remember which player it was. I think I know, but I won't say it. Okay. What if the Liberty Hill player didn't drop the pass in the sun on the oh. wide open touchdown? I think Wake La Vegas still wins. What if? I think yeah. La Vegas still wins. Yeah. But that game gets real tight. Yep. Real tight. Yeah. Uh, that game is that. That's that's super interesting. Um, Tony Blaylock with a good one. What if Katie Tompkins holds their huge lead over Westbrook in in round three mm-hmm. instead of? Because mm-hmm. remember, you talked to the Westbrook coaches. That turnaround was where they felt like this is it. Yeah, like this team can do it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. that's a good point by Tony. I think that's. I think those are those are the ones that Jacob John has a good one. Uh, Maverick McIver's injury. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely, healthy. absolutely. Yeah, because the thing is, yeah. if Maverick McIver doesn't get hurt there's a better chance that they can win the district right. and then they're not going to Arlington to play mm-hmm. Lamar in the first round. Mm-hmm. And at that point, things things really shifted. Because to me, yeah, the, the, the Maverick-McIver injury, uh, the where where that plays into it is not in the loss to Arlington-Lamar. Mm-hmm. That Where it plays into it is the loss to Yule's Trinity. Because right. when they lost to Trinity, that basically fundamentally locked them right. into the division the, the two seed which means they're traveling to arlington and they're playing a really good team on the road mm-hmm. that's difficult so yeah maverick mciver injury is really interesting as well there's a lot of good ones yeah those are the those are those are good calls mm-hmm. what if uh here's a here's an interesting one mm-hmm. right uh we all know uh what jordan whittington did but what if uh landon jackson mm-hmm. right? that's what yes. he played what if he played what if his acl yeah. torn are they yeah. that much better on defense? Like, do they have just enough stops just to make that speed, game closer? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Man, there's yeah. some good ones. This is now. That's some, some really good, good ones. ones. Good question. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, um, we could do this all day, actually. Oh, yeah, That's for sure. I was, I was just thinking of some more. Um, Jacob John asks, any transfers so far that you've seen in the high school ranks that change your district outlooks? Well, I'll tell you, the two Terrell transfers. 
Yeah, the Terrell transfers. That makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kendall Blackshear to um, going to uh, Duncanville, uh, Duncanville from, from Mesquite yeah. Horn is yeah. a big one. Yeah. Um, obviously, Demon Demas moving from, and I've mentioned this before, Demon Demas moving from Houston North Forest over to Tomball is, is massive. I mean, he's a five-star recruit. Um, that said, from what I understand, his eligibility is still up in the air. And so we don't know. Obviously, if a team has Demon Demas, they are going to be significantly better than a team that does not have Demon Demas. But we don't know. Um, and then there was another one. Who are the Mainer coaches in here talking about? There's a quarterback transfer. That can't remember. There was a couple. There's one from Pflugerville. Yeah. And one from another quarterback set. Um, it's Nathan Jackson, I believe. But uh, I can't remember. There's a couple of others from around the. I think they got one from Hutto. I think it's mm-hmm. Chooks's brother. Yeah, Chooks yeah. Uh Yeah. So those are those are the ones that immediately. And then, by the way, there's the handful of like coaching changes mm-hmm. where the kid comes with the coach. Coach, mm-hmm. right? So those are ones to keep an eye on as well. Uh, those are not. We don't really call them like transfers, right? Yeah. We don't think of them as just like you're going to you're going with the guy you live with, <laughs> right? Right. He's kind of just along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh Vanderkook asks, uh, "Who wins in an Alito versus Highland Park game?" I'm going to say last year that I would lean towards Alito, but this year mm-hmm. towards Highland Park. Man, that's a good point. Yep. Yeah, I would. S- no, I take Alito on both of them. I think I take a lead on both of them. I think I take a lead on last year. I think because again, the biggest thing and and, and yeah, I'm mostly just because there's there's so many in the trench to replace. Right, for right. That's, that's that's why. the key. Yeah. Is 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 talk. You know, we 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 have lavished praise on Jason McClellan. We've lavished praise on the growth of Jake Bishop, the mm-hmm. the emergence of, of JoJo Earl. But what made Alito so dominant last year? was that giant offensive line. So to me, that giant offensive line made them the best team in 5A last year. They would have I think they would have beaten Highland Park. That that's interesting. That's yeah, that's probably the game breaker because what kind of stood out to me, obviously Channel Morris and we like we know Highland Park for their offense, but how great that front seven was for mm-hmm. Highland Park at getting to Shadow Creek. And so yeah. the yeah. Alito Alito probably is more equipped to handle that mm-hmm. because we remember uh, the year before Highland Park's defense was just kind of like bend don't break, right? And last year they were actually kind of stopping teams yeah. more often. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I probably still, still want to see. Oh, my question is, I'm, I'm going to stick with Alito for for twenty for a hypothetical 2019 matchup. But yeah. one thing I will say is that I want to see in the first couple of games what that offensive line looks like. Yeah. Right. If the offensive line looks like it hasn't missed a beat. Then yeah, I stick with them. Mm-hmm. But if they if they look like they have some growing to do, then. Then I'm going. Then I might. I reserve the right to change my mind. Sure. You guys will never believe this, but Guy Frazier does not agree with us. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. Uh, Phil Vaney, good question. Is there a, there is there a new cam- newcomer of the year section in the magazine? If not, who's one or two you're looking at, at the, in the big school ranks this year? So newcomer of the year. So we're talking. So we don't right. do. We that. don't do it. Um, yeah. because I think that like it's that's really hard to project. Yeah, it's um, asking a lot of, when, of when kids. You, when, when you're mm-hmm. going out there, um yeah. at the big school ranks, um Man. I'd have to go through it. That's a yeah. tough question because yeah. I would have to go through what coaches have sent us plus what I know a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and the other part of it too is I, I know I can speak the, speak for Ish. Ish does two A, I do three and four A. Mm-hmm. I could probably give you a couple guys to keep an eye on in three and four A, but mm-hmm. you want big schools and eh, yeah. I don't really it's tougher at big schools because there's a lot of kids that can make an impact. Right. Yeah. And the uh, other thing is that, like, at, at the big school level, um, 
inevitably there's going to be some sophomore who lights the world on fire and right. you just don't know it yet and right. that's the bottom line you know yeah. I, I've, I've, I've always subscribed to the theory that I don't know is an acceptable answer that's how I've gotten yeah, where I am no. that's, a, that's a deep deep cut right yeah. there um, one game you're most interested in seeing this weekend in each division okay. My, uh, this is from Sean Burnett so obviously his is Manville uh, versus Horn or okay. Flower Mound or right. Marcus so okay. I sent you guys the links to the pool play I did um, make your picks got it okay here we go and by the way, we run through it on Tep and Step as well. Yeah, you guys went through it the entire so, pool play on Tep and Step. So right? we yeah. we did. So this is so this is um the, a game in each pool play, obviously in right. each yeah. division yeah. Uh, that we are most excited about. I'll okay. go D three to D one. Okay. D three. Uh, I am really if uh, I'm I'm really interested in Albany and Dangerfield. That's fun. Um, I think yeah. that is a fun so matchup yeah. to kick everything off. Yeah. That is a one o'clock game mm-hmm. over on field 10 mm-hmm. albany and dangerfield will be fun kind of a first look at albany yeah. um with a kind of a new look so i'm interested in, in that another fun one at 1 p.m uh the first day is false city versus wellington yes false oh, city wellington yeah. is that's, dope, a dope, 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 dope. that's a great one um yeah. okay d2 uh, you could go with basically any combination of what's happening in pool f mm-hmm. so you could go with pleasant grove and stevenville or pleasant grove and brock or or, right. or, or stevenville and brock right. i'm gonna go with La Vega and Melissa, mm-hmm. because nice. I want to see what Melissa can do against that La Vega defense. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in that. Although, the one that I think Step and I are going to go to is Connolly and Hershey. Yeah. Ooh. Six o'clock. I saw that. If like you that want one. dudes yeah. on a field, yeah. that is yeah. as, that's as good as you can do. Like Maybe at any level. That's yeah. going to be great. And then D1, man, that's tough. Again, any any of the games in Pool F. Mm-hmm. Um, Connolly versus Hershey is 2 p.m. actually. Is it? Yep. Did I write that wrong? Yep. Oh. That's all right. It's okay. Versus Game one. Yes, it is. I'm yeah. sorry. I was, I was reading two. too quickly. Yeah, no worries. Um, you know what I'm interested in? This is this, I'm going a bit off the board. Friday at 2 o'clock, uh, Westlake plays Mission Veterans Memorial. Mm-hmm. And obviously different sides of the, different parts of the state. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some questions about Westlake's offense. What are they going to look like? Um, and then also, what does Mission Vets look like without... Landry Gilpin. Yeah. Um, I think that is a, those are teams that are are very very that are uh, high um, like high ceiling on mm-hmm. both those teams, and so I'm interested in kind of getting eyes on both of them. But Division One, all those pools are going to have one or two just absolute bangers. Right. I mean, Ridge Point Rockwall is going to be fun mm-hmm. as heck. Yeah. Um, like, Adam Consolidated Arlington is yeah. going to be a lot of fun too. Yeah. I like Melissa and La Vega at 6 p.m. Yeah. on the first day in mm-hmm. uh, Division Two. That's a crazy good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of intrigued by Brock Pleasant Grove. It's two, two different classifications. Pleasant right. Grove might run away with it. I know. But I like that. there's That's enough right. intrigue with Brock to be one. like, that should be interesting. Yeah. Yes, uh, I agree. Um, I think you guys probably did a fair amount of uh, spotlighting the pool of death in, in Division One with Lake right. Travis, mm-hmm. Westbrook, Cedar Hill, and, and Clear Springs. But you can't go wrong with any game in that pool mm-hmm. F. Like that's just a crazy good pool. I'll throw one. I'll throw one more in there. Okay. I'll throw one more in there. I need to. So it's one versus three, which would mean that's the second mm-hmm. group. So mm-hmm. this is. I think this is a four o'clock game. Okay. Geyer and Dickinson. Yeah. Is. Tasty, yeah, tasty. That tasty. is a 4 p.m. game. It's 4 p.m. on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very tasty. Very interesting, for mm-hmm. sure. I really like that game. Those are good picks. Yeah, thanks, good man. Good job. Yeah, well, you know. Sometimes you guys get questions right. <laughs> Next question. Hold on. Um, Ed McElroy coming in hard with the good stuff. Uh, any college station food wrecks? Yeah. So, what are we doing on Wednesday? I believe on Wednesday we will be attempting 
to go to Fargo's uh, Pit Barbecue okay. before they sell out of things, hopefully. Okay, maybe. please, I want to I want to preface this by saying please go listen to Tep and Step because Step lays out his food recommendations and he would know this best. Okay, let me, I'm going to share one thing that Step says on there that is super true, okay? Guys, on Thursday night and on Friday night. Oh, God. Do not try to go sit down at a restaurant. Nope. Okay? There are 128 high school football teams and probably a large group of and fans. And they're all going to dinner at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they're all going to dinner at the same time. You want your pro tip? Order pizza. Order something ahead of time. Yes. And have it waiting for you. Just It's the only way to do, do it. Do that because yeah. otherwise if you try to go to Chili's, okay, Chili's is going to have an hour and a half wait. Yep. Yep. So just just drive through or yep. or order something, um, do something like that on Thursday and Friday because it's going to be a zoo at yep. any restaurant you go to. Yep. Um, Ruben Rios points this out, and we this is a pro tip from Step as well because the refs always eat here, Sodalax and Brian. Yeah, he threw that out fried there. steaks, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe our strategy, and to go back to your pro tip about, about food, Thursday and Friday, the DCF team will not be out eating anywhere because we have already ordered food from Freebirds and Chick Fil A both nights. Yeah, you ordered a, you ordered honestly an irresponsible amount of burritos from, from Freebirds. <laughs> They're half burritos though, so you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's They're, that's better. Yeah, it's a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> although you did point out the amount of uh, chicken nuggets I ordered for the catering tray from Chick Fil A might get me mugged. You're gonna get hotel. mugged in the yeah. lobby. Yeah. You're gonna walk yeah. in with this. Yeah. Tr- yeah. With this tray of nugs, yeah, yeah, and, and you are going to get be beat up, dodging people. You are going to get yeah. beat. The Coppell Seven on Seven team <laughs> is going to tackle you yeah. in the lobby <laughs> and yeah. take your nugs. Yeah, um, I was about to say, is there a city that doesn't have a Chick Fil A where they're like, right, where they're just like, like there oh, it is, God. <laughs> get it. Get it. <laughs> I'm just going to take my chances. Who is you know? most likely to, to, to tackle, to tackle Alpine's him? Alpine's coming, so is, does Alpine have a Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Almost certainly not. <laughs> and you're going to you're 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 absolutely you. just yeah. bombarded by yeah. a bunch of bucks. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> um, Phil Vaney, my man, says he's headed to New Orleans this weekend looking for different suggestions. Phil, oh. DM me on Twitter if you can. Oh. I, will, I will give you access to the MT Map of America that I've been talking about on the show, and it includes every place in New Orleans you should both eat and hang out. Yeah, they have a place called Popeye's that is it's unreal. Uh, on Canal. So mm. good. Have so you guys heard of this street they have? <laughs> it's named <laughs> it's after <crazy>. booze. <laughs> You're never going to believe what happens party. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Mac- Ed there? McElroy also points out that Sodalax has chicken fried bacon with cream gravy. If you want to die, good. Can I? Lord. Can I? Oh, I right. Can I? Can we go on the trust tree for a minute? Uh oh. Can I let you guys know oh, something? Oh no. Oh, here we go. Oh no. All right. I think people are trying too hard with bacon. Well. Yeah. yeah okay. You know what? That's not. That's not a hot take. I, I kind of agree. It's with also that. kind of an old take. I feel like people were saying that like two or three years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm. I'm. You, as you know, I am at least two to three years behind. <laughs> Fair enough. I think. Have you guys yeah. seen the season finale of or the series finale of Mad Men? Yes. Oh, no, I was just saying because I just saw it. It's great. It's great. Deshaun I, just, Chris- I just caught on to yeah, that. Anyway. Deshaun Christopher <laughs> wants to know the best way to keep up with 7 on 7 on updates, Twitter, any live streams. Now, Tony Blaylock did mm-hmm. the right thing, mm-hmm. the reasonable thing. It's at texas7on7.org. Uh, mm-hmm. Has updates, and they do update pretty quickly. 
Yes. But what what kind of show would this be if we didn't tell you that the only person and the only accounts <laughs> you need to follow were Matt Step and DCTF on Twitter? Yes. Matt's, I mean, what are Matt we doing underscore here? Matt underscore Step A17. Like he's going to be tr- – he's – so so – and this is true. I so I on Thursday I'm hanging out with Step, yep. and we're riding around. Up yep. to, I'm gonna have the GoPro, and I'm gonna show you. But basically, Step is like collecting all the scores from the guys, mm-hmm. from the people, and um and he will have the ones tweeting them out. He's not gonna be the only one tweeting out scores, nope. but I would say that he will be the one tweeting the most of them. He's a madman. He's on a golf cart jumping between fields at mm-hmm. halftime and after games to get all the scores as quickly as he can. And so he's a great he's a great follow. Uh, Matt underscore step eight one seven DCTF of course will have coverage, yeah. Um, but yeah. Then the seven on seven site, um, I'm, I'm sure Tony at, at TXHSFB yep. is going to have scores up yep. too. He'll have photos too. So, um, and then we are going to we're attempting, as we mentioned yesterday on the show, we're going to attempt to have some live looks on Twitter on mm-hmm. Periscope. So what I think we'll try to do. Look, this all depends on coverage, right? If the cell service is good. I will do as many live look-ins as our batteries will allow. Mm-hmm. Uh, eh. yeah. Last year, it <laughs> seemed okay. Tonight. I mean, like, Ish and I streamed some stuff last year, and it was fine. Right. Yeah. Like, I would say we it works 70% of the time, which I would take. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. We will do second half so you can see the end of games. Hopefully, we'll do it where we can catch the end of a couple really great games. Right. That's mm-hmm. the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll do that. We'll see how the live look-ins go. Um, we'll test them out. If it goes well the first day with the smaller schools, we'll just keep doing it through the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and with with an eye towards uh, broadcasting the whole championship game. At Correct. The end of, yeah. the, of D1 bracket. So um, we'll see how it goes. But that's as much as I'm willing to promise right now. Josh Chabot does make a good point about uh, your bacon argument, though. Mm-hmm. The best counter to it is is Heim's bacon burn ends. Are you sure that See, we've well, that's not done as a gimmick, though. Right. That's not like, I'm going to put bacon with something. That's, like, you know what will be right. great? That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But that's isn't the, the difference the, between a gimmick and something great just how good it is? Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I want a noodle on that one. I don't know if I agree <laughs> with that. Well, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a great I idea don't to me. Know. Josh also asks, out of all of your predicted champs for the upcoming season, who gives year two East Dillon Lions the best challenge? All of them? That team was trash. You never never yeah, convinced year me otherwise. Two. Year two East Dillon sucks. They were not that good, guys. Yeah, yeah I don't know I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, even the 2A teams whoop them. Come on I'm now. sorry. That's fine. That's just, I'm sticking with it. Yeah. It was a fine show. The real thing is it's just they're just better. Sorry. Uh, Andrew Christensen asks, are there any El Paso or Valley teams that can make a deep run this year? You know, last year we saw Mission mm-hmm. Vets Memorial coming a mile away. Right. We saw the path. We knew they'd have to. Kinda, we kind of call her a shot. They knew mm-hmm. they'd have to get, like, one kind of upset, and then they could get into the regional final, and they did it. They made us look smart. Is okay. there anyone like that this okay. year for you? L- okay. In 6A, No. Like the best El Paso teams, probably El Paso it's, Franklin. Right, it's five A. It's five A. It's five A, and it's usually five A Division two. And in six A, in six A, I mean, it's five A Division two. I like, two for I El like Paso, Edinburgh right? Vela, yeah. but I like I'm not sure that they are. The, I think maybe last year was their chance to maybe break through. Five mm-hmm. um, A. I like what Eastwood has, but the problem is five A D one Region one is really crowded, and that's going to be difficult. Um, Depends on what Mission Veterans Memorial does as far as replacing right. playmakers, but mm-hmm. I also think Region 4 is going to be better and deeper. Yeah. I think both Corpus Christi schools and Vets, Vets and Flower Bluff are going to be good. Wagner's not going anywhere. I think San Antonio, I think Northside Harlan has a chance to be really good yeah. in the second year. Um, San Antonio Vets is the same thing. 5AD2, Parkland, 
But again, mm-hmm. you're replacing superstars, yep. and that that's kind of be uh, the sleeper. There might be like Andrus, and that's more manageable. That I could see it in five A Division two a lot right. more in Region one, um, and then just in the Valley, Sherilyn is has the, the pedigree. But I just I think that Cal Allen, yeah, Calhoun, Tyvee. Yeah. Brenham champions too much. I, I just think it's too much to get there. So yeah. um, it's hard to predict those coming out, but I would say that your best chance is probably a team like El Paso, Parkland, or Andrus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there. Yeah. Um, Tony says he'll be out there taking photos most of the time, not scores. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's going to leave that dirty work to step, which is probably smart. He doesn't have to be that insane. Uh, Richard Cummings asks, good day, guys. I am pretty new to 7-on-7. Seven seven. Who coaches the teams and how many players are allowed on each team roster? Now, Blaylock was nice enough to answer this for us in advance. Maximum 20 players per team. They can't be coached by an employee of the school district. It's usually a dad. Yeah. Unless the dads are just too much for the coaches to handle. Right. And it's like, you know, someone, a former player, that mm-hmm. happens a lot. I've, I know I've seen in the past, uh, like Travis has been coached by players like in their early twenties, so many <laughs> former players in their yeah. It's like they're you know it, it, uh, they have, they have a good balance of like they're good yeah. football minds, but they're also some clout attached right, to them too. So exactly. it's like oh, we're getting coached yeah. by so and so this year. That's yeah, awesome. I, I mean, some programs are like that. You look at programs like Graham, like Travis Salina. Yeah. Yeah. They could just bring back former players who are great at this mm-hmm. and just have them coach the kids for a, a little summer thing. And right, they're happy to do it. Um, but yeah, it's it just kind of depends. I mean, and and the thing is, uh, those schools I just mentioned. The ones that are really good at seven on seven, they don't really need coaches. Mm. The, right. the quarterbacks are running yeah. the show, mm-hmm. and the defenses can set themselves. Like it's and that's kind of really, what the coaches want. Like yeah. they want to see them be yeah. okay. Their with high school coaches yeah. want to see them operating on their own, and that's kind of how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, I think that's uh, going to do it for us today. I okay. think we're, we've hit the uh, thirty mark with, hey. with plus some, and we need to get back to work. Yeah. Okay, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.